So this time we will be talking about that in every opportunity, we cannot avoid opposition. Don't ever forget that. As I was reading the, one of the articles written by Bill Gates as an advice to the young people, you'll notice that nobody succeeds in life without experiencing opposition. Let me just read this to you. In Bill Gates' book, Business at the Speed of Thought, he lays out 11 rules that students do not learn in high school or college, but should. He argues that our feel-good, politically correct teachings have created a generation of kids with no concept of reality who are set up for failure in the real world. Grave, no? So what's it? Now, rule number one, life is not fair. Get used to it. <laughs> in life, we always wanted everything should be fair. Everything should be fair. But we cannot avoid it. Life is not fair. Just look at the person next to you. Aren't you happy that you do not look like that person? Because life is not fair. Get used to it. Now, rule number two. He said, the world won't care about your self-esteem. Listen to this. The world won't care about your self-esteem. The world will expect you to accomplish something before you feel good about yourself. Amazing. Right. Rule number three, you will not make $40,000 a year right out of high school. You won't be a vice president with a car phone until you earn both a high school and college degree. Rule number four, he said, you, if you think your teacher is tough, wait till you get a boss. He doesn't have tenure. <laughs> uh, the reason I'm telling this with you, because these are realities of opposition in life. Rule number five, flipping burgers is not beneath your dignity. Your grandparents had a different word for burger flipping. They called it opportunity. Rule number six, if you mess up, it's not your parents' fault. So don't whine about your mistake. Learn from them. Rule number seven, before you were born, your parents weren't as boring as they are now. I'm feeling boring to parents. But listen to this. They got that way from paying your bills cleaning your clothes, and listening to you talk about how cool you are. So before you save the rainforest from the parasites of your parents' generation, try the lousing. The clothes in your own room. Then rule number eight, your school may have done away with winners and losers, but life has not. In some schools, they have abolished failing grades. They will let you try as many times as you want to get the right answer. This doesn't bear the slightest resemblance to anything in real life. Now, rule number nine, life is not divided into semesters. You don't get summers off, and very few employers are interested in helping you find yourself. Do that on your own time. Number 10, television is not real life. In real life, people actually have to leave the coffee shop to go their, to their jobs. And number 11, be nice to nerds. Chances are you'll end up working for one. Now, the reason why I was telling that with you, because norm, obviously everyone wants to be successful in life. Everyone. But somehow, we think that everything will be like a, a, a walk in the park. But reality is this. Life is full of oppositions. Even if you work for God, all the more you will be facing opposition. So the three things that you should know when you face your opposition, but listen to this. This is our topic for tonight. Take a stand for God. Take a stand for God. Three things that you need to understand. You need to know your enemy. 
You need to understand your vulnerability and you need to also understand what the, 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 the stance against your enemy. How you are to respond when you are confronted with opposition. So let's start with knowing your enemy. You see, friends, in life, knowing the enemy is the best way to understand how to win in life. You see, more oftentimes, even in the church, we experience uh, quarreling, we experience as in trials, and, and don't expect for those who were baptized that you would be, wow, this is an exciting life. Indeed, it is an exciting life, but it is not, it's a very tough life. Very tough. You will be experiencing attacks even from your own brothers and sisters in the Lord. You will even experience attacks from the leaders of the ministries. Gugulat kayo, no? Itong pinakamasakit na reality. The very own brothers you have might even attack you at a time that when you are not prepared. So ngayon pa lang, sinasabi sa inyo, be prepared. But listen to this. We are not fighting against human beings. This is our real enemy. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So when you have issues in the family, you're not fighting against each other. Learn that there is spiritual realities that you need to, to con consider. You're not fighting against your spouse, you're fighting against the demons or the evil spirits. But ev don't ever tell, you demon, get out of this place. The idea is this, every time you're confronted with issues, like when your boss would attack you, your teacher would, uh, would, I know, would as in terrorize you, just listen. You bring your issues to the Lord on your knees. Kaya nga sa Tagalog, kapag may problema ka, wag mong dibdibin. Tuhurin mo. Okay ba yan? May problema ka sa asawa mo, tuhurin mo. Hindi asawa. <laughs> tuhurin mo. So in English, don't chest it. No, just kidding. <laughs> Knee it. No, no. <laughs> ano mga ako ba sasabihin sa English yan? Master Ron. <laughs> <laughs> As in, don't deal with it in an emotionally, but deal with it in prayer. Now listen, so this is how Satan would, you know that Satan is in the move. In fact, you may even be dealing with, you'll be talking about truth, as in biblically, but you are not speaking necessarily the truth in the heart. Why did I say that? You know that Satan is at work because it will cause you division. Look at this. It was for freedom that God sets us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not subject again to a yoke of slavery. Then look at this. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, in the statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. Why? Because the deeds of the flesh are evident. Idolatry, sorcery, look at the words, enmities, strife, jealousy, outburst of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, and envying. Napansin niyo ba yan? It will cause division. It will cause barriers from each other. Tama? 
Okay, once you feel like, for example, sharing stories that would create division or would create faction, alam niyo sa demonyo yan, wag mo na ituloy. Nakakaninian tayo. You may be saying the truth, but it's not leading to the truth. It's still a lie. Diba parang may mga tao kasi, they would tell you the truth, but in reality, they're lying. Uh, remember, si Manuel, as ah, si success. Have you heard, uh, rep, um, watch that in YouTube? Success. These are Nigerian, uh, no, no. Success. What's wrong with you? I'm, are you okay? No, I'm not. I'm not okay, sabi niya. So, why? My mother is in the hospital, and my father is in the police station. Oh, poor girl. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. How can I help you? I want to go home. Okay, okay. You can go home. I give you permission. <laughs> Remember the story? I give you permission. You can go home. You see, uh, you just come back when you're all right. Success left, and the uncle came in. Hey, where's auntie? Where is success going? She's going home. Her mom is in the hospital. And his father, uh, her father is in the police station. Oh yeah! Yes, of course! Because her mom is a nurse. And his father is a policeman. <laughs> she was telling the truth, but she was lying. Amazing. Ganun sa buhay. Sometimes we think, now, since we're doing this, I'm just telling you. In fact, my sister one time, I told her this. One time somebody was looking at me, looking for me, and she was, he was asking for my phone number, my address, and my sister was honest enough to tell him, because he knows this guy, and he to tell him my phone number and also my address. So, then all of a sudden, while I was in the conference, buti na lang, nasa somewhere in the province, I was in Cebu, and nasa Manila kayo di ba? So, all of a sudden, this guy called up, and I could not answer the phone because I was in the conference. And I don't know the number, so I did not answer all the more. <laughs> then he texted. He said, I want to talk with you, something like that. So I texted my sister. Because he got my number from my sister. So I texted my sister. Sis, uh, why did you give my number to somebody that without my permission? He what's wrong with that? I'm just telling the truth. Some people, then they're very careless. They thought that's why they're saying the truth is enough, is good. Not always good. You know why? There is a need to know basis in life. Even Jesus Christ did not tell them to tell him immediately that he's the Messiah. So I told my sister, Sis Soria, the reason why I don't want to give my number to anybody, first and foremost, because I want to protect my family too. You see, our lives is no longer easy as before. Uh, people can just easily recognize you when you're walking on the, in a, inside the mall. In fact, one time, a security guard just looked at me and said, Are you the man speaking in, the, in YouTube? Some, yes. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, the one, sa Tagalog, yung maingay. Someone so loud. Sama ng loob. It was only then I realized that he really hated me. Oh, sabi ko, wow. Buti lang hindi niya nilabas yung baril niya. Diba? So, doon ko naintindihan, hindi lahat ng tao natutuwa sa'yo. Kaya be very careful. So, what I'm trying to say is this. Even in the church, sometimes we share stories in the small groups. It's only meant within the small group. Don't tell it to anybody else. 
other than in the small group. This is why we keep that in our practice to maintain confidentiality and protection from attacks, from unnecessary attacks from the evil one. Nakuha ninyo? So, rest assured, for those who are part of the small group, rest assured that they will not share your stories to anybody but to Pastor Ron, which he will use for illustrations purposes. No, no, no. Just kidding. Because some of us are afraid. Some of us are afraid to be part of small group because we feel that we are becoming vulnerable. But that's part of realities of life. But listen. Here are the schemes of the enemy that we need to be careful about in the life, going back in the life of Nehemiah. Remember the schemes. First, for some of you that you have committed yourself to follow the Lord completely, 100%, don't ever be surprised when you are being taunted. Enemies will taunt you. Enemies will insult you. Enemies will ridicule you. Look at this. Nehemiah, now it came about that when Sambalat heard that we were building the wall, he became furious and very angry and mocked the Jews. The, the first tactic, look at this. Usually, he will attack, he will mock. And some of you, when you get back to your work, people might insult you. They will even mock you and say, what? You attended the retreat? What's wrong with you? You joined these pricks? Oh. Don't be surprised. We're really freaks. You will be attacked. You will be ridiculed. Now look at this. And this, this is a very powerful tool. The enemy will use this because, in fact, there are books, even in warfare, in the office place, warfare, that they are to psych out competition. The world continually taunt the church, put it down, argues, makes fans of God people, characterize them as weak, ignorant, fanatical people, and even pastors are wimps or crooks, and it's a constant taunt against us. Kaya hu, wag kayo surprise. The moment you identify yourself as Christian, you will be taunted. And the moment you start as in leading a group, again, they will taunt you and say, Oh, you're wasting your time. Nakakandindihan. People will never understand something that you have really, as in, really experienced in life. You know, when you begin to sing, what's wrong with these guys? Why are they raising their hands? Look at this. And smell, you know, when you sing to the Lord, forget the people around you. Just focus on the Lord. But don't do that publicly, okay? Don't do that publicly. You were the victor's crown. Don't go to the bus. Don't do that. Look at this. So, why is it so effective? Because it attacks our self-worth. A lot of times we can handle everything but not taunting. Even, remember Goliath? He was taunting the armies of the living God. Ganun ang tactic ng demonyo. He will taunt you and he will use people to do that. And even your closest friends. So don't be surprised. That's why some of us, even the young people, they get easily peer pressured. They're pressured by, this, they're by their peers because they would taunt them and say, what's your problem? Come on, you drink. No, that's, you're so becoming legalistic like a Pharisee. Come on, forget about those rules. Be a 
Christian that you can be a drunk. Ganyan, di ba? Alam nyo, ang totoo, you have to understand your real stand in life. Okay? Nakakanindihan tayo? O, tuloy tayo. Sabi ng Bible. The motive, remember, huh? the motive, the reason why they will taunt you most of the time, because they're angry. They're angry that they might lose you. They're angry that they cannot, they cannot use you anymore. They're angry that they cannot be with you anymore. They're angry that you might be successful. And they're not. Now let's continue verse 2. He spoke in the presence of his brothers and the wealthy men of Samaria and said, What are these feeble Jews doing? Are they going to restore it for themselves? Can they offer sacrifices? Can they finish in a day? Can they revive the stones from the dusty rubble? Even the burned ones? They began calling names. Feeble, uh, feeble Jews. Grave, no? Feeble Jews. He implies that they have a selfish motive. He makes fun of their beliefs. He overstates the case. All of these are typical tools of taunting. Oh, kaya mga Christians sabi lang, swapang lang yan. Ay, mga kunwari lang yan. Nagpapakyut lang yan. Nagtindihan? Andyan pa kayo? Oh, Di ba, lalalain ko pa. Huwag kang malala. I want you to be depressed. <laughs> I want you to be prepared. You see, nowhere is there any place they say that they're going to rebuild it in one day. You know, that's a typical taunting. They overstate the case, set up a straw man, and then they try to knock it over. And let's read verse 3. Now Tobiah the Ammonite was near him and he said, Even what they're building, if a faction jump on it, he would break their stones wall down. And then whenever you're being taunted, hindi siya nag-iisa. Sanbalat was not alone. He has this sidekick, Tobiah. Di ba? That will cheer up. Yeah, man, that's true. Yeah. Look, 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 look at the Ammonite. Sabi niya, the sidekick near him said, even when they're building, if a faction jam on it, he would break the stone wall down. Di ba? Parang, ano pa yung nanggatong pa? Napansin niyo ba yun? Nangyayari yan, kahit sa bahay. Nangyayari sa bahay lang, meron kayo kasama sa bahay. Biglang sabihin, sabihin ng, ng nanay mo, uh, what did I hear about what you're doing? And the younger sister, yeah ma'am, hindi si tita, si tita. Nandudugtong pa eh. Parang sa halip na tulungan, na makabangon, lalong aapakan pa yan. Ulitin natin sa bansa English nga yan. Yes. Michelle, I'm sorry. You just ask me, Tony. <laughs> I don't have time to interpret because I don't know it anymore. <laughs> Actually, there are people who would just, you know, put, ano yan? Put, no, fuel into the fire. Now, let's continue. So, it's contagious. The moment you experience taunting, it's contagious. People all around will all the more taunt you. So when Sambalat make the initial uh, taunting Tobiah, uh, taunting Tobiah, his sidekick, chimes in and starts in and say, wow, yeah, you're right. May mga ganyan pa kaya. Remember this. You will not, they will not, some, not few will taunt you. Many will do. So be prepared. Another scheme is obviously they will thwart your program. They will stop it. They will form an organized group to resist what you're doing. 
They will do that. The moment you start doing a small group, they will organize group that say, no, you cannot do that. You see, you have no time. And sometimes even your relatives will put added pressure on you by requiring you things that you normally you don't normally do. But all of a sudden, they will just tell you, look at this. And another thing, even success Satan will make use of it, of it in order to stop you. He will give you more appointments. He will give you more work so that you cannot do the work of God. They, he will do everything to stop you. So, verse 6. So we will build the wall and the whole wall was joined together to half its height. For the people had the mind to work. Now when Sambalat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the Asadites heard that the repair of the walls of Jerusalem went on and that the bridges began to be closed, they were very angry. And look at them. All of them conspired together to come and fight against Jerusalem to cause a disturbance in it. They organized themselves from different places and say, let's stop this together. They even planned how to destroy it. Ganyan ang Christian life. Now that you have, you have prayed, you wanted to really figure out how you can be a, a, a catalyst of change in this place, you would be surprised. Many oppositions will come. Satan will use everything to stop you. Maybe you will get sick. Maybe you will have an, a problem after problems. He will, it is an organized way of stopping you from doing what God wants you to do. Okay po? Kung kailan ka magpapakain sa D-group, saka naman wala ka ng pera. Kung kailan magluluto ka, saka naman nagdidemand yung asawa na hindi Christian. Sweetheart, anong nagawa mo? I'm cooking. And sabi niya, can you just give me a second? Biglang busy na utos ng utos dito, left and right. Maggrocery ka ng ganito, maggrocery ka ng ganito. Agugulat ka. Even young people, you get excited to attend the Elevate in your group and all of a sudden, your mom would tell you, oh, I want you to do this, I want you to do this, I want you to do this. So ano gagawin mo ngayon? Don't fight them. You're not fighting flesh and blood. You bring your issues on your knees before the Lord. Okay pa? Now let's continue. So, it, they will not stop from troubling you. They will begin to tattle. They will begin to gossip. They will begin to spread rumors against you. Look at this. Our enemy said, our enemy said, they will not know or see until we come among them and kill them and put a stop to the work. Ito pang rumor na kinakalat na, they were spreading rumor that they will be killed. Uh, let's continue. When the Jews who lived near them came and told us ten times, they will come up against us from every place where you may turn. You see, here are the enemies. When they try to spread rumors of threats, they will do this to the people near you so that it would reach you. And not only that, they will exaggerate it and they will say it several times so that you would believe it. Okay, Puben. So, so be prepared. So what should you do? Never listen to gossip or tattling. Because leaders, they are focused. They do not focus on what people are saying. Listen, we need to keep on moving forward. Forget the people speaking behind you. You know why? That is the reason why our ears are leaning forward. Hindi patalikod. So that you would not listen to those people speaking behind you. Nasa likod naman na sila. Huwag niyo sila pakinggan. Just keep on moving. 
Okay? We're not meant to move backward. We're meant to move forward. Are you following? Just look at the design of our body, our eyes, forward. It's harder to look backward. Tama? No. Our mouth, diba? our nose, hands, it's easier to reach forward than backward. Our feet. And the only things at the back? <laughs> Neck. <laughs> diba? Ano to? Uh, what comes out? It's something that you should not, no, you should not dwell on. Kaya nga waste na yan eh. Just move forward. Don't listen to these people. You can never move forward. Just stop listening to those people speaking behind you. As a pastor, you know, now, nowadays, there are so many people speaking behind you. Not only uh, through words, but through social media. Magko-comment sila sa social media. They will dislike you. You haven't sp- said anything. Dislike na kagad. Huwag kang mag-focus doon. Huwag kang maingit lang yun. Now, if they say things against you in the social media, forget it. That's your, you just keep on doing. Diba? Itong amazing sa tao. Listen to this. This is the psyche of, uh, this is our greatest weakness. Out of the 100 compliments, we focus on the one who gave a negative comment. And we even try to imagine the face. <laughs> Kahit walang mukha dun. Comment sa social media eh. And oftentimes, those people who would write on the social media to attack you, they don't have pictures in their Facebook. They would put something else. So then you will begin to visualize who this person is. So every time you walk, I think this is the one. This is the one. This is the one. Remember this, they don't, know really, they don't really know you. And ito lang amazing. When you look at them in your Facebook, Sometimes they will just use your viewership so that they, their, their account would be seen. And totoo niyan, that only few are following them, like three or four. So if you answer and reply, the 500 followers you have, they will also see his account. Okay, forget those people. They're just looking for attention. Similar to Sanbala, Tobiah, and the other guys here. Okay, never, never listen. If you want to listen to criticism, listen to those who are really your friends, who really care for you. Don't just listen to everybody. Just choose. Listen to your parents. Alam ba, most of the time, ang hindi natin pinakikinggan yung parents natin? When they say, you know, I don't like what you did. Hey, your mommy, you're all controlling. Ganun na nga, The truth is, this, our parents care for us so much. Diba? Our pastors, they would speak and say, you know, itong alam nyo kaibigan, real friends, they will tell you in your face what's wrong with you. Your enemies, they will speak with you as in they're very kind, but they will stab you at your back. Kaya ang totoong kaibigan is someone who can freely tell you what's wrong with you because he wants to help you become better. Okay po ba now, that doesn't mean we're not to listen to our enemies. In fact, sabi nga ni ng Godfather, Godfather, naalala niyo ba yan? Make your friends close and your enemies closer. Masama ba yon? No. Because your enemies will tell you something that your friends could not, but necessary for your change. Hello? Okay pa tayo? Kaya, be close to your spouse. 
<laughs> they will tell you things that others would not. Tama mali. Oh. <laughs> Asawa ko lang nakakapagsabing bad breath ako. Ano bang baon ng inyo mo? Di ba? So, di ba? No, Tapos, iinumig mo na lahat ng astric osol. O, di ba? Pag hindi pa, lysol. No. But only your wife can tell you that. Yung pagda-drive. Ano ba? Bakit kanyang ka? Di ba? Parang, ikaw na mag-drive. Pero <laughs> sila lang nakakapagsabi niyan. Yung nakasapasahero, kahit ato, ha, ha, ha. O, nagot ka ba? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but not with the spouse. Di ba? Kaya, listen to your, to your spouse. Di ba? Now, know your, vulnerab- your vulnerability. Understand your weakness. Look at this. In verse 10 and 11, Meanwhile, the people in Judah said, The strength of the laborers is giving out, and there's so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. Also, our enemies will attack. Friends, this is a reality of life. In our work, in the church, always remember this. Even if you have received words from God, promises from the Lord to accomplish a project, the moment you start and the moment you meet half at the half point, people will get discouraged. That's part of our vulnerability. We are easily get discouraged. The challenge, discouragement. Look at this. So we built the wall, and the whole wall was joined together to half its height, for the people had the mind to work. In other words, this are happening during the half of its height. So normally, kung kailan na sa gitna ka na, at the middle of the project, that's where discouragement comes in. Uh, don't follow the ways of these people. Remember, there were three women who got stranded in an island. It's about three kilometers away from the shore. So, the, one, the first swimmer, he tried to cross at about one, uh, three miles away. For about one mile, he, she went back and said, I cannot, make, I cannot do it. So the other lady, again, did the same. And she tried to swim at about 1.25 miles. She went back and said, I cannot make it. So in other words, he, I cannot do it. So she was not able to cross the shore, uh, the, 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 the sea. So, and the third lady, after about two miles... She went back. Said, I cannot make it. Three months to the shore. Normally, at the middle, you, get, you, get, you give up. At the middle. Normal, that's normal. So listen to this. When, when it happens at the half point, remember the false causes of discouragement. Remember the word half. 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 Heaviness. You see, in verse 10, then in Judah it was said, the strength of the burden bearers is failing. So they begin to fail. And they begin to get so frustrated. And it's not, it's an, as in, they're getting uh, uh, tired. It's beginning to become heavy. You are doing your D group. I'm trying my best to help this guy. And seemingly he's not changing. It's getting tiring. I don't want to do this anymore. You started the D group and all of a sudden, you started with 10 and all of a sudden it went down to 3. Then you want to give up. No, just continue on until nobody attends. No, no. That's just not a that's just halfway. Try again. Niba, si Abra, si Nebedo, si Thomas Alba Edison, can you imagine? He tried 1000 times before he discovered the incandescent lamp, na pwede pala. 1000 times. 
And when he was asked, why did you not give up on the 500? When you failed after 500 tries. No, I never failed. I discovered 500 ways that, does not, that do not work. Oh, diba? You're not failing. So don't give up. As in, yes, there's fatigue, but continue on. Another thing that when you discouragement comes in, annoyance. There's so much rubble. Tami namang talat. Nakakainis na. Oh, it's happening. Low-spiritedness. We cannot rebuild. And obviously, fear. Enemies will attack us. How many of you have tried to start a group? Or attending a group? All of this somehow came in. Kakapagod. We end up very late. At first, you're excited. Then, mamaya, you start at six. Ano mga start, start nyo normally? Seven. Then, you go, go home at about 12. Traveling an hour and a half. At first, exciting. But, kakapagod. Ayoko na. Tama? Tapos, pag, kung ikaw pa yung host, pagkatasa sa yasay ng lahat, everybody was happy until they left. There you will fix everything. It's tiring. The rubbles are too many. Ah, tama? Lahat yan dumarating. Tapos, they just come when there is birthday. But if there is no special occasion, they're always absent. And their excuse? Busy. Huwag kang mag-alala. Pare-parehas tayo. Dinaanan ko rin yan. When I started in the ministry, when I started doing Bible studies, when I started doing things that I thought God wants me to accomplish, sabi ko, wow, anong problema to? Now, when I started pastoring, for example, I was given a task to preach or to handle 5 a.m. service. On the first six months, we're not growing only few come, as in kalat-kalat, with about 3,000 capacity, only about 400 attempts. Sabi ko, Lord, ano ba to? Do you hate me that you gave me this assignment, 5 a.m.? And while I was preaching, with sleepless, preparing for sleep, spending sleepless night in preparation, then as I preach, everybody, almost everyone is sleeping except my wife. <laughs> And I cried to God, said, God, why do you, do you really hate me? And you know, sabi ng Diyos, no, the reason why it's not growing because you don't really love them. They're just a project to you. Why don't you begin to love them and prepare the messages that would really help them grow in their relationship with me? Forget about yourself. Start thinking about them. Kasi lagi ako nagko-complain eh. They attend because they will go somewhere else. It's not really about you. Sabi Lord, no, they came because they thought that's the best way to do both things. Worship and do their responsibility. But let's just, just keep on loving them. And you know, after that, little by little, the service grew and to its full capacity. Kaya sabi ko, relax lang. Relax lang. Part of the training lang yan. Okay? And finally, know your proper response. O, bilis natin ha. But, this has many sub points. 
What do you do when you're under attack? Remember the word. Stand. Stand. Sabi mo, take a stand. Sabi mo sa katabi mo. Say, tell that person the next to you. Take a stand. Stand. And stand. Now, what do you do? When you're being attacked, remember to submit to God. Look at this in verse 4. Hear, O our God, how we are despised. Return the reproach on their own heads and give them up for plunder in the land of captivity. Do not forgive their iniquity and let not their sin be blotted out before you, for they have demor demoralized the builders. Bring your issues to God. Ito ah, wala nang tago. Remember, there was a guy who was really suffering from, they're having great problems in their relationship. And he's a pastor. He said, Pastor, I don't know anymore how to handle my, my relationship. I want to get separated from my wife. I cannot handle this anymore. And sabi sa kanya, listen, listen, don't fight your wife. Fight the enemy behind. So bring your issues to the Lord. So when you pray, you tell the Lord everything. Lord, I really hate my wife. I don't want to be with her anymore. I really, I don't know what to do, but you told me to stay with her. How, how can I do this? Lord, may you just take her? Tell everything. Okay? As in, tell everything to the Lord. But don't tell that in front of your wife. Okay? Just tell it to the Lord. Then as soon as you get out of your prayer room, you do what God tells you to do. Give her flower, serve her, love her. Then if, he's, if she throws the flower, oh, get back to your knees and pray again. Lord, she threw the flower. I really hate her. Ganyan. Then after that, you love her again. Just keep on doing it. And I'm telling you, in two weeks, come back to me and let's see. And in two weeks, in my great surprise, I saw them as in holding hands and say, Pastor, my wife, <laughs> you won. <laughs> Bakit? Kasi yun ang, hindi mo kailangan labanan. As in parents, don't fight your children. Don't force them. You, because you're not following me. You're grounded. No, you bring your issues to the Lord. Lord, I offer you my children. Makamagulat ka, kunin yan. <laughs> I offer them to you. Then when you get there, be a parent, teach them, love them, show them that you're really that you are concerned about them more than yourself. Then pag hindi pa rin nakinig, laban mo sa prayer, Lord, ang tigas talaga ng ulo. Panginoon, baliin mo ang kanyang katawan, di ba? Talaga sabihin mo, Panginoon, Dios, sagang hirap na hirap na ako sa kanya. Tulungan mo ako mahalin siya paglabas mo. Kumain ka na ba, anak? Bakit ngayon ka lang dumating, anak? Baka na, na, na delikado ka sa lapas. Ayan na naman kayo, you're nagging me, you're nagging me, you're nagging me. Okay, paglag mo, Lord, you're nagging me, nagging me. Doon mo upakan. Nakakaintindihan. Alam niyo po ba, I smile at you, but when you attack me, I attack you in prayer. Hindi <laughs> totoo, hindi ako nagbibiro. Kaya wala akong kaaway sa labas. Kalabang ko sa salob. And they become my friends outside. Bakit? The Lord will change me and them too. And you'll be surprised. Boss. Pati boss, pinagpipray ko yan. Pinagpipray ko sila lahat. Pag kami inaaway, ah, inaaway mo ko, ha? <laughs> I will love you and serve you, but I will attack you in prayer. And alam mo magugulat kayo how the Lord answers. He will break your heart. And you will really begin to understand why God wants you to love the people you hate in prayer. Until, unless, unless they're really enemies of the Lord. Okay po?
Nagkakandidihan? Good. Now, do not answer a fool. Kaya itong bili ng Diyos, do not answer a fool according to his folly and you will be like him yourself. So when taunted, don't take it out on people. Talk to God. Okay? Once you're taunted, talk to God. Lord, iniinsulto po niya ako. Lord, grabe siyang mga asar. He's taunting you. Di ba? Dali mo sa Diyos. Yes, when I heard, for example, our president taunting God, obviously I cried because maybe it was my fault. But at the same time, I, I asked God, Lord, show him the real God I'm serving, that this man will no longer taunt you again. Nakuha. Kahit lagi niya ito na taunt, pray ulit. But I will submit. I will respect you. I will pray for you. I will love you. But I will bring you to the Lord. Ganun ang labanan sa buhay. Okay? Nakakainis ba yung boss nyo? Litratuhan nyo. Dali nyo sa prayer room. <laughs> so you would begin to love them. Letter T. Take your stand, uh, t- uh, take your opposition seriously. Listen to this. Don't take them lightly. Don't think, oh, wala yan. Wala yan, walang laban niya sa Diyos. No, no, no. Take them. Respect them. Respect your opposition. Look at this in verse 9. But we pray to our God, and because of them, look at this, we set up a guard against them day and night. So in other words, serious sila. They took their enemy seriously. Instead of just praying, they also prepared for battle. Are you following? You see, friends, if you are being attacked in school, for example, then you pray for them, but be prepared also. Be prepared. Win them in some other ways. As in, try to figure out their ways to keep yourself up and above. Yun ang crucial sa Bible. Amazing ang challenge ng Diyos. Listen to this. Petition without precaution is presumption. Some people would say, why do you have to put some alarm on your car? Why do you have to lock it? Obviously, because I prayed. I prayed for protection and God tells me to do what is necessary to protect myself. Diba? Some people, they're presumptuous. Okay lang yan, walang problema yan. The Lord will protect and defend us. No, you also have to be prepared. Okay? So, ang issue dyan in the Bible, it's called watch and pray. Watch and pray. So, look at this. Keep watching and praying that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Devote yourself to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. Look at this. Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So as you pray, you prepare. As you pray. Some of us, we pray, Lord, deliver me from this evil. Lord, deliver me from pornography. Obviously, you protect yourself. Don't look at it. Don't watch it. And when I was young, the first book that I read, was pornographic magazines. Kasi picture lang eh. You don't need to read. Picture lang. And I grew up with that kind of perverted understanding of sexuality. Sobrang sama. When I came to know Jesus, the first thing I asked the Lord, kasi siyempre na, cigarette, smoking, I stop. Drinking, I stop. Womanizing, I slowly stop. <laughs> and obviously with that, effect of pornography, it was really difficult. But just to talk to anybody, I would always think bad. In fact, during my those years, when I look at a woman, I rape them. 
in my mind. Ganun ako kasama. Pero hindi na ngayon, wag kayo magalala. Okay? Para maging malinaw tayo. So I cried to the Lord. And you know, it took me about two years to three years to be delivered from such pornographic ano, materials. Alam ginawa ng Lord? Sabi niya, when you look at a woman, when you talk with them, always look at their forehead. Doon ka lang titingin. Until you train your brain to look at places, na, at other parts na hindi ka na mag-iisip ng masama. But up to today, I'm still careful not to look beyond, below neck. I'm careful. Kasi kilala ko si Arili ko, kaya tagal, for about two years, no lang, sabi ng classmate ko, hey, when you talk with me, please, look at me in the eyes. You don't understand what you're asking. I learned a lot about foreheads. Mayroong mga <laughs> blackheads, whiteheads, so many lines. <laughs> so, two years until I was able to discipline my brain and my mind not to think of think further. Lord. Be careful watching movies. Pag may kissing na, nililipat ko na. Kasi, naglalaro sa isip ko, tinatuloy ko yung kwento eh. Hanggang kiss lang yun. Sa utak ko, tumuloy-tuloy. Nagka-baby. Diba? So, kailangan ko, lipat, lipat. Even my children, when I watch with them, they know. They, I transfer, I cha- change channels. Sabi niya, Papa, bakit? Hindi ko na, hindi na. Huwag mo natin tingnan yan. Balikan na lang na mamaya. Diba? Kasi, I, I cha- kahit nga, Please bear with me. That's why sometimes I don't do beso-beso. Magpapansin nyo pag gumagano ako minsan. Pero minsan napipilitan ako. Nandiyan kami. Baka yan naman. Di ba? Baka sabihin mo suplado ako. Di ba? Nandiyan na. Bahala na. <laughs> but as much as I could, I don't do beso-beso. Bakit? I'm protecting myself. And I'm protecting you from my mind. I don't wanna do any, I don't wanna think further. Ang tagal na nun ha. High school days ko, college days pa yan. But I'm still careful. Kaya one time, uh, in my Bible study, Venus Ra usually attends. And every time she sees me, talagang nagkikipagbeso-beso. So I told, in, 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 in front of her, I shared this. And sabi niya, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sabi niya, no, you're exempted. You're Miss Universe. <laughs> but she knew. Then she confessed. Sabi niya, honestly, I don't want to do beso-beso too. Kaya lang, I'm just pressured. Because in the showbiz, show business, we have to do that. But thank you, Pastor, for giving me and re- reminding me that I need also to protect myself. Diba? Ingat. Ingat tayo. Kaya, Listen. Be watchful. Young people, be very careful. Because you, do, you know yourself. Some of us, we just enjoy it. But re, re, in reality, it does not do good to you. Learn to discipline yourself. Watch and pray. Don't take your enemies lightly. Okay, Ben? Even for us, parents, mga brothers and sisters, in a D group, niba. I thank the Lord for, for CCF. We're not even allowed to spend much time with other women other than our spouse na counseling na matagalan. When I do counseling as much as possible with women, my wife is there or minsanan lang. Bakit? At saka nakabukas, kita lahat. We do not allow them to, you know, to, to ride in our cars alone. Walang kasama. Kung sasakay man sila, talagang no choice. Doon sila sa likod, sa trunk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because we understand our vulnerability. 
let's protect ourselves. Okay? Ang problema, may chismis pa. And I don't want them to be given justification of their attacks against us, the church. Okay po? Okay, I praise God. Before, I used to travel alone. But I praise God that in CCF, as much as possible, you cannot travel without your wife. Yes, it's more expensive, but falling into sin, it's much more expensive. Okay pa? Now, listen. Add reinforcement to your weak points. So, in verse 13, Then I stationed men in the lowest part of the space behind the wall, the exposed places, and I stationed the people in families with their swords, spears, and bows. Grabe, no? He stationed. He Figure out what are the weak points. Same thing with us in the ministry. What are our weak points in discipleship? What are our weak points in prayer? What are our weak points in this area? Then strengthen those areas. So you figure out everything. What is the weak points in our, for example, in this camp? What are the weak points? You figure out and strengthen, put reinforcement, add reinforcement to all those weak points because we want to do an excellent work for the Lord. It might not be perfect, at least we've given our best. Good leaders know their vulnerability. In, that, in fact, in verse 16, from that day on, half of my servants carried on the work, while half of them held the spears, the shields, the bows, and the breastplates, and the captains were behind the whole house of Judah. Those who were rebuilding the wall, and those who carried burden took, took their load with one hand, doing the work, and the other holding a weapon. As for the builder, each wore his sword girded at his side as he built, while the trumpeter stood near me. If you're the leader of the group, if you're the leader as a church, we need to protect one another. Let's add reinforcement to our weak points. But we need to be honest of our weak points. Don't be afraid to open up then to tell your brothers and sisters, you see, help me on this, help me on this. This is where I'm weak at. Let's be honest. But if you will not tell that to people, obviously, they won't know. Don't hide your weaknesses. Yun ang ganda sa Christianity. We started by admitting our weakness, admitting our nothingness before God. So we have nothing to hide to anybody. We have nothing to prove to anyone. Everything is to improve. Pakisahib sa katabi mo. Nothing to prove, but all things to improve. So we must build and battle at the same time. Letter N. And kindle your passion. Sorry, wala ako mahanap na N. <laughs> and kindle your passion. Obviously, they were already frustrated. They're losing their, not their, their zest. They're losing their passion. So you need to enkindle them. You need to help them. So look at them. Look at what Nehemiah did. When I saw their fear... Look at this. I arose and spoke to the nobles, the officials, the rest of the people, and I said to them, I tell them, do not be afraid of them. This is how you will enkindle. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome. Help them to see God once again. Help them to see how powerful our God is. Help them to see how awesome God is. Then say, your fear is nothing with the awesomeness of our Lord. Remember the Lord and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. How? 
Remember the Lord. That's how we enkindle one another. Every time someone is getting weak, someone is getting discouraged, someone is getting attacked, remember the Lord. Help him to remember the Lord. Help her to see God, his awesomeness, his God's awesomeness, God's greatness. Don't tell him, oh, you know, you need to do this, you need to, no, wait. Help him to see God again. Kasi normally, we see our problems bigger than our God. Tama? But nothing is bigger than our God. Even at home, my children, they would cry out and say, Dad, I have so many assignments, I have so many theses, I have so many things to do. Okay, let's pray. Let's remember the greatness of our God. And I would share them stories about how I overcame. And you know, I'm not, I'm not, ano parang, I'm not ashamed of my weaknesses. My children know. You see, every time I preach, it's a great struggle for me to speak in English. And I'm not ashamed of that. You know why? Because they see the grace of God. Papa, thank you for sharing with us this. And they would even correct me and say, Papa, your grammar is wrong. Thank you. Thank you, my son. Thank you, my child. Thank you, my daughter. Thank you for telling me. And kaya pag nagsabi sila, they're not also afraid to tell me, Papa, I'm afraid. Remember the Lord. The Lord is real. The Lord is true. So on the first lagi na ginagawa, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's talk about, let's bring this to the Lord. What is God's promise to you? Let's hold on to that. So every time I tell them, kumusta ka na? What did the Lord tell you? What did, because I want them to remember the Lord. In fact, before we came here, nilandatay sa San Jose, my daughter was crying. Sabi niya, Dad, talagang sobrang hirap na ako sa trabaho ko ngayon. Sabi ko, who brought you there? The Lord. Who will help you? The Lord. So I help her to remember the Lord. Diba? Who helped you to graduate in college? The Lord. Who gave you the wisdom? The Lord. Diba? Tinutulungan mo siya to remember the Lord eh. Hindi yung, ano ka ba ang arti-arti mo? Iyak ka ng iyak dyan. Talagang ganyan na buhay. Life is not fair. Fight! When our children would come, you know, man, my, ch- my, my classmates, you see, bullied me. Oh, lumaban ka, lumaban ka, how dare you? Remember your name. <laughs> no. Okay, that's true, anak. I understand what you feel when people taunt you. I understand it's hurt. I remember when my, my son, so one time, he didn't want to go to school anymore. And he was saying, I don't want to go to school anymore. Why? My classmates taunting me. Uh, my classmates are taunting me. He said, oh, you know, I know that. You know, when I, wa- when I was also studying, I was also being taunted. And I praise God because he reminds me that he's always there for me. That what they're saying is not... That, that's not that important. What God is telling me is more important. And He tells me that He loves me. He tells me that I'm good. He tells me that I'm handsome. Everybody is a liar. So I held on to that. So go, go to school. Remember the Lord. And so, Dad, how do your classmates taunt you? But before I answer, what are your classmates telling you? Why are you afraid? Why don't you want to go to school? They're telling me that you're bald. <laughs> so because they're not taunting you, they're taunting me. <laughs> go to school. Remember the Lord. Bakit? Pakailam ko kung kalbo ko. Basta guapo. 
Nasa nagdadala lang yan. No? <laughs> Di ba kayo ton? <laughs> yung si Pastor, no? nasa, nasa pagdadala lang yan. Kung tinatago-tago mo, wala mangyayari. Pero kung nakundas. <laughs> Sabi nga nila, it's sexier, flesh or... <laughs> you see more flesh. Ayan. Anyway, remember the Lord. If I fear God, reverentially, then I fear no one else. Help the people to see God more than their circumstances. Help them see how powerful our God is. You know the reason why we're afraid of people? Because we are not 100% afraid of God. But if we are 100% afraid of God, as in reverentially fear Him, nothing is left for others. Okay? So I said to the nobles and officials and the rest of the people, the work is great and extensive and we're separated on the wall far from one another. And whatever place you hear the sounds of the trumpet, rally to us, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. Remember the Lord. And finally, do not give up. Do not give up. Remove from your vocabulary the word give up. Remove from your vocabulary as Christians. Quit. Never quit. Because in Christianity, we live for eternity. We do not live for temporary lives. So we never give up. We never give up as God never gives up on you. When our enemies heard that it was known to us and that God plan, God had frustrated their plan, then all of us returned to the wall, each one to his work. So we carried on the work with half of them holding spears from dawn until the stars appeared. And at that time, I also said to the peoples, let each man with his servants spend the night within Jerusalem so that they might be that they may be a guard for us by night and a laborer by day. So neither I, my brother, my servants, nor the men on the guard who followed me, none of us removed our clothes. Each took his weapon even to the water. You see, even himself, he modeled perseverance. He himself, Nehemiah, did not give up. And sabi niya, my friend, don't give up. Walang dahilan for us to give up in life. Because our God knows our future. And it's always good. Here is the fundamental principle in the Christian life. Don't quit. Tell that the person next to you, don't quit. But quit your vices. Only don't quit with your relationship with God. Don't quit with the work that God entrusted you to do. Don't quit trusting the Lord. You see, friends, sometimes we get frustrated in life because we were placed in a, in a situation that we are not cut out for. So you pray that God will put you to the right place, to the right design, in the place that you were designed to be. I was an accountant. I worked hard. I was not an auditor because I don't want to do audits. I am in a management services I do consultancy. So I did consultancy in the past. So that's my, ano, that's my line of, that's my forte. Yung bang cost accounting, budgeting, analyzing the, the, ano, the numbers. Uh, kasi auditing, just looking for the mistakes of what the accountants did. <laughs> Trying to prove that they're wrong. So, hindi ayun ang linya ko. Ang linya ko, 
is forecasting. So, nakakatawa lang kasi as I was working, I got so frustrated about numbers. Dami-daming pera, hindi mo naman mahawakan. Di ba very frustrating yun? You see billions of pesos, but you cannot touch it, you cannot use it. Di ba? Basta kita mo lang doon. At every time you look at your pocket, only few zeros are left. At tanong, ano gagawin ko? Ano sabi ng Diyos sa akin? That's not what I called you to be. I never imagined to be a pastor. Bakit? Bulul ako. Bobo ako. Pag-isipan ninyo. And who would listen to a tricycle driver? A jeepney driver? A cook? In a, in a small food supply? Speaking before you, talking to you about life? Pag-isipan ninyo. But you know what? God has a greater plan. When I was kicked out in the ministry, ang sabi ng Diyos, don't give up. I'm not done yet. I'm removing you from this ministry because I want to expand your borders. Huh? How will you expand the borders? Tatanggalin mo nga ako eh. Nobody will ever listen to me anymore. And alam niyo kung paano? Nilagay ako sa dyaryo. Nilagay ako sa internet. Speaking all of the boobos that I made. Pug, kalat na sa pangalan. Itong, itong mamang to, palpak to. But when you put the name now in the internet, you will be surprised. You will no longer see. You will still see, but masyado ng matagal. You only see a cute face. <laughs> Speaking of God's faithfulness and telling the, Lord, the world, remember the Lord. Don't give up. Very challenging ang Christianity ngayon. Christians, don't give up. Our work is not done yet. At the darkest moment, light is all the more needed. Pakisahib sa katabi mo, you are badly needed in this country. Don't give up. If you have darkness in the family, you are all the more badly needed because they need light. If you have, if your work is so dark, you are badly needed. In school, you are badly needed. Wherever you are, you are badly needed. So don't ever give up. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, I thank you once again for tonight. I thank you, Lord God, that for reminding us, Lord Jesus, that we are confronting a very strong, big challenge, oh God, ahead of us. But thank you that you are our victor. You are our champion. Indeed, O oh God, you wear the victor's crown. And we belong to you. We have no reason, Father God, to give up. We're here, Father God, to understand, Lord, that you are awesome and great. And no one can ever overcome you. And you promise us, Lord Jesus, if you are with us, who can be against us? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But Father God, I pray, help us not to go against you. Help us not to be proud for you oppose the proud. Help us to keep ourselves humble, trusting you, believing in you, holding on your words, knowing that you are our God and Master. Help us to walk humbly in this world that people will know that our God indeed
is great. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, help this ministry. Help this ministry to shine brighter than ever by your grace and by your mercy. Help the leadership to, be, to work together as one. Help everybody, Father God, not to be just an expectator, but to really get involved as real part of the body, knowing that everyone is important. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you have put us into this ministry that we can help one another to grow up in the faith, in the stature of, your, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that you are always there and not giving up on us. We love you because you first love us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you.